at this point I was like, okay, I got to do this. The universe is telling me I can, so why not? And in that time, I had a part-time job and my thought was, I need help. I'll keep the part-time job. I'll do what's meant for me and slowly step into this. And the universe again told me, nope. The job actually had a flood and they closed for three months and I was stuck being a full-time entrepreneur. Welcome to The Wealthy and Well Woman, a podcast that celebrates choosing a life of overflow. If you're looking to grow your business, live on purpose, and feel your best while doing it, then you've come to the right place. I'm your host, Kat Sanuski, the business coach for wellness leaders and visionary female entrepreneurs, founder of Be Well Events, and international yoga teacher and trainer. My goal in this podcast is to help you curate your life by design and claim your dream business by giving you actionable tips and trainings that help you get out of your own way, step into your power and monetize your magic. I'll be bringing you a thought training or interview from experts that will help you break through your fears, take action and grow into those massive visions that you can't stop thinking about. I am so happy you're here. Now let's get started. Today's episode is sponsored by none other than one of my core programs, Monetize Your Magic. This is for new, brand new or early on entrepreneurs looking to scale to consistent 5K months and beyond by creating their own irresistible online offers. This program guides you through all of the steps. I was talking to a client recently and she was saying, wow, this is like the startup business blueprint. And that's exactly what I've designed it to be for you, to give you all the tools to create market and sell your irresistible offers that allow you to scale to 5k months and beyond. So these are really the building blocks of your long-term successful well, online wellness business. So if you are a yoga teacher, fitness professional, massage therapist, service provider, nutritionist, etc., etc., and you're looking to either start your business by creating an online program or you're looking to expand your in-person business to an online model to free up your time and to be able to work more on your own time and from anywhere, and you're looking for um, some online online revenue options. This is the perfect program for you to be able to impact your clients on a super deep transformational way while making more money in the process and feeling just really lit up and full of purpose in your life and in your work. I would love to have you inside of this container. Go ahead and click the link in the show notes to learn more about Monetize Your Magic. We kick off February 1st, so the cart is open for the next couple of weeks for the end of February. Go ahead and click that link or DM me on Instagram at Kat Sanuski if you have any further questions about this program. Let's jump right into today's episode. Welcome to the Wealthy and Well Woman podcast. Today, we have such an exciting episode with Tara Evelyn, who is the owner of Wellness Co-op here in Portland, Maine called Health Resonates. And she's also a healer, but she doesn't just work in healing environments. She creates them. She has worked in the health and wellness space for 10 years now, and until six years ago, she noticed something missing from every space she practiced in. These spaces just weren't her and they didn't allow her to help her clients the fullest potential. She also realized that she may never find that perfect place to work with her clients. So she did what any great entrepreneur would do and built it herself. 
in 2016. She opened Health Resonates in Portland, Maine, a space that serves as home to several female entrepreneurs running their own wellness businesses alongside one another. She does a lot for her clients and she does it well. I can speak to that because I have been one of her clients. After several years of running a wellness business, she is now teaching others to do the same. Her approach to success is through wellness and healing work, and she doesn't want to keep all of these secrets to herself. She's now offering a variety of courses, trainings, and more for professionals who want to learn how to build successful wellness practices. Her full schedule plan course encompasses 38 lessons that detail exactly how to get and stay completely booked with your ideal clients. She's also about to open up a wait list to a hands-on training. So welcome Tara, Jack, or should I say Jill of all trades in the wellness space. I'm so excited to have you here. I'm so inspired by you. And I think that you have so much amazing information to share with our listeners. So welcome. How are you? Thank you, Kat. I'm doing well. Good. Let's just start off with how I think the bio helped understand kind of your trajectory and how you got to where you are as owning health wellness. uh, Whoa, health resonates, the words. Um, but from your own words, can you share a little bit about your journey to this boss wellness leader and wellness co-op leader of uh, leading other entrepreneurs and creating this amazing wellness haven? Yeah, of course. So a goal of mine has always been to help others heal. And typically that's been really hands-on for me. I've been a massage therapist for many years now. I'm a polarity therapist as well as a holistic esthetician. And all of that is great to be able to offer other people's, but my goal is really to give everyone the tools to heal themselves and also really help other providers own that feeling of being a healer, no matter what they do. I love that. And especially having the tools like teaching people how to be able to heal themselves leads to so much more than just doing quick, you know, adjustments. It's really cool. Um, I did a poll on Instagram not too long ago and I asked who out there felt like healers and I had architects, I had accountants, I had all these people saying, I'm a healer. I know I'm a healer and let's give them tools no matter what their business is to really lead that as a healer. I love that so much. And so many people can identify as being a healer, no matter what their profession is. So what would you say is one of the key things that you see people implementing to be a healer for themselves? Would you say it's like certain habits or more of a mindset or just an overall sense of prioritizing themselves? Or where do you really see this come to play for people? You know what? I think it's a combination of all of that. My personal healing journey started when I was really young. My mom managed a spa and I was blessed to be 10 years old getting spa treatment. So I loved bathing, like the typical, what everybody thinks of as healing themselves, easy to do, but it can be so much more simpler as well. Like lately and thanks to you hugely too like little mantras if I'm feeling anxious like telling myself certain things to help me calm down if I'm feeling like I can't do what I I know deep down I can do there's things that you can tell yourself or a switch in mindset that you can do for yourself but then when you're working on healing others helping others cue into those things to really heal them as well Mm, that's so powerful like reminding 
themselves or reminding other people of the healer that they already Mm -hmm. are within. It's like more bringing that out of them and helping support that. That's so powerful. Mm -hmm. I love that. So a lot of our listeners are obviously on the path of either building a business or creating a business or thinking about building a business one day. And I hear a lot from clients or from other listeners or wellness practitioners how it's a dream, would be an absolute dream to own their own wellness co-op, to own their own space where they can make it exactly what feels right to them and they can have other amazing women working for them. What would you say was a pivotal piece in making that jump from more of an employee for somebody else in the beginning as a massage therapist to opening your own business and really stepping into more of that CEO role and more of that leadership role? For me, it was a lot of alignment. And I just have to say there's, you guys know this, but there's ups and downs. There's going to be messy parts. Like I've made a lot of mistakes and I've learned from them. And I've also made mistakes that just pushed me so much further. So this wasn't really a goal of mine. I was kind of sitting pretty, making commission. I had gotten over working in the spa industry, but I wasn't really happy, I would say. I was making decent money, not working a ton and just getting by. And the universe really, like, I know it's cliche, but pushed me in this direction. Like I saw a space and I kind of just thought, oh, I, I can't have that. That's not for me. It's not going to happen for me. But I did the steps anyways. I put my name on the list for a viewing and I somehow got the space. So at this point, I was like, OK, I got to do this. Like the universe is telling me I can. So why not? And in that time, I had a part time job. And my thought was, again, like, I need help. I'll keep the part-time job. I'll do what's meant for me and slowly step into this. And the universe again told me, nope, the job actually had a flood and they closed for three months and I was stuck being a full-time entrepreneur. So sometimes if you're not doing it, you're going to get signs and follow those signs, listen to them. I hope that kind of gave you a little background on that. (laughs) I think that's huge because people oftentimes, I think they want this concrete plan or this certain action step to take of like, you have to do this, then you have to do this, then you have to do this. But that's such a great testament of not only is everyone's path different, not only is everyone's journey different, but it really comes down to listening to the poll, listening to what you know is right for you, being able to almost be that self-healer of like, I am in control of my destiny and this is what I'm being pulled towards. And I just need to take one more step in that direction to be able to get there. I absolutely love that. Thank you for sharing that. And another interesting part to all of that is a lot of people think when I'm ready, I'll know. And Mm -hmm. my lesson was, no, I'll keep telling myself I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And there's a point where either if you're not doing it on your own, it's going to happen for you. And you can look at that and be like, I'm not ready, or you can just step into it. And Mm. I'd recommend stepping into it because the worst thing would be for me to have gone through with this and to realize it wasn't my path. And then I would have moved on and that would have been fine Mm -hmm. too. Yes. That's so, that's so important and so powerful. 
I love that. And in a little background to Tara and I and how we met, we actually met, um, I have a purpose for telling this story. <laughs> we actually met um, several years ago through Instagram. And um, what I've always been so impressed by with Tara is her ability to really network, to make connections in such a natural and authentic way is she will reach out to people and and she really cares. She really wants to get to know people. She wants to see how you might be able to work together. Tara reached out to me on Instagram about, I think like a collab or something. Anyways, we got together and became fast friends. And I've seen this pattern repeat itself over the years that I've known you is like, you're such a connector. You always are, you know, just going, whether it's to events or reaching out to people, or it's like, if you need somebody in a certain realm, talk to Tara and she'll probably know somebody amazing. <laughs> so I would love for you to speak a little bit to how you feel like, how you feel this can impact a business in a, in a way that is a brick and mortar business an in-person business and just in general, like what have you experienced with that? And maybe you don't like pick this out and see this about yourself, but, um, I know you, you teach some of this as well. Yeah. So for me, I'm, I, I consider myself an introvert. Like it's not my strong suit to go to an event, but if I'm going to take the time to go, I'm going to meet as many people as I can. I'm going to make connections and like easily gravitate towards the people that I know kind of work with me. Like mm. we're on the same page, we understand each other and we are going to mesh. There's no point at the end of the day to try to milk relationships that you're just not feeling, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that's what adds that feeling of authenticity is that it is authentic. And then I do teach a good amount of this in the full schedule course, there is some strategy behind it because networking will grow your business so fast. Mm. Like um, a little example is I started as a massage therapist, energy healer in 2011, brought aesthetics into that, I think in 2015. And I worked for other people and I was somewhat busy, but again, I wasn't loving it. So I wasn't like yelling at the rooftops. This is what I'm doing. Come see me. I want to help you. I was just going through the motions, but the minute I started my business, it's like, I couldn't get enough like time to myself because I had so many clients booking mm -hmm. in. So again, the full schedule plan course is like giving you those tools. And a big part of it is strategy around putting yourself in front of the people that are going to love what you're doing. Yes. Like the alignment, yeah. it comes all back to the alignment, mm -hmm. like finding the right people, the right places, the right businesses, the right places to spend your time mm -hmm. online or offline to meet aligned people. And I love that you noted that you are an introvert because I think this comes up a lot. I see a lot of people say, or like maybe have these self-limiting beliefs of like, I couldn't do that. I can't show up online. Like I would, I had a friend recently about, um, something, I think maybe it was starting the podcast or sharing something vulnerable online. I can't remember what it was, but they're like, I would literally die. I could never do that. <laughs> I'm like, well, you could do it, but like everyone is able to do it, but do you have the desire to do it? So if you have that pull to like start a business, to put yourself out there, to reach more people, but you identify with, I'm such an introvert. I'm terrified of like going to networking events. Like it's so awkward. Do you have any advice for those people that are maybe using that as a self-limiting? Like I can't do it because I'm an introvert. The more you do it, the easier it's going to get. It's mm. like anything else. I actually remember bringing you to an event. I think they were like voting best of Portland or something. Do you remember yes. that? And I brought you because you are extroverted. And I was like, 
I need a teammate. Like I need a partner. I need someone to help me get through this. And then at the end of the event, we met up and you're like, I didn't see you once. Like you were talking to everyone, but I brought you as a crutch. So that was my tool is like, find your best extrovert friend. And worst case at that event, stand by them and listen to them talk. Right. Hopefully you don't need to do that, but there are little tricks like that. That'll help you get through it. That's so good. And I do want to know, it's hilarious that you think of me as the extrovert friend because I am 100% an introvert. <laughs> but it's the same thing as you. It's like, you just do it even when it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You allow yourself to get uncomfortable. You grow, you expand. And every time it gets maybe a little bit easier. But I 100% remember that event. And I'm like, you were so nervous and you were Miss Social Butterfly. Like you talked to every single person there. And I think you even like had business cards, like connections that you were gonna like follow up and do collabs or something with. And I'm like, no, you... But it just goes to show. It's like, show up for it, sit with the discomfort, allow yourself to feel the discomfort and go through the motions, get experience with it and it just gets easier. Well, and if you're like me and you're like kind of a workhorse and everything's related to growing your business, give yourself tools and tasks. So like seeing me come back with a ton of business cards, I'm like, okay, these are the people I need. I'm going to go out there. This is my task for the night. I'm going to find this many people in this field and that's my goal. And if for me, again, if you think of it as like checking off points of a list, it's way more doable than like, oh, I got to go meet a ton of people I don't know. And I'm Mm. nervous to talk to like, make it a priority and make it like a, a, a really beneficial thing for your business, you know, Mm. cause it is any kind of networking. I love that. Having intention behind Mm -hmm. it, like having, and for all of our type A listeners, I feel like this is a good one too, like making a checklist or having a point of why you're going and and why you're doing this or like a goal to accomplish can help feel like it's more business driven Mm -hmm. and not just like socially driven. So it could ease some of that pressure from it maybe. Yeah, totally. Ah, that's so good and so helpful. So talk to us a little about um, what you're doing now, because I know that you're offering training now. And this, I love to see you sharing this expertise and not holding it to yourself, because um, I know that you agree with me that community is so much more powerful than competing or having this scarcity mindset of like, well, other people are doing it, so I can't or, um, you know, like, I don't want to feel like I stole somebody else's idea or like this person's going to be bad. Like what is your real drive and your motivation behind just sharing your expertise in so many different ways? Cause we don't have to pinpoint like one course or training that you have. Cause I know you have amazing variety of different things, but what would you say is your, your drive behind that? So motivation. Here's the thing. The goal is to heal as many people as possible. So if I'm the only one teaching that, how am I going to reach all the people? If I tried to have some kind of competitive mindset of I have to be the only one or the best one, like I just would not reach my goal of helping as many people as possible. And I also like a little backstory here. I was spoiled. My first job as a massage therapist, and I do think in the healing arts, there's definitely some things that are very community driven and some that really aren't. And massage therapy wasn't a big like competitive thing. I worked with five women at my first job, I think around five who I considered best friends. And we like to share everything we knew. We would constantly be like, get on my table. I want to show you this, or this will really help you grow your, grow your business or your clientele. Or I noticed you saying things this way, try to switch it that way. And that was my first experience in this field. And I wanted to share that with other people. So I think 
when you start getting into that mindset of there's not enough, you're going to get stuck in seeing that. The more and more I go and see massage therapists or estheticians or whatever type of provider out there, if I like what they do, everyone's going to hear about it because they're amazing. And I'm not doing that for recognition from them too. But if they like what I do and I've already blown them up and told everyone about them, I think they'll give it back to me too. So there's like this beautiful thing when you accept that, that you don't have to be the only one, you don't have to be the best and you guys can support each other that you'll see like tenfold that support come back to you. That's so true. It's just back to that a rising tide lifts all ships. Mm -hmm. And I, I love what you said about your goal is to heal as many people as possible. And if you can help other healers heal other people or create self healers. It's that ripple effect. Like you might teach, you know, 10 people to be able to serve people or help their communities become better, better healers. And then you have that ripple effect of they help 10 people, they help 10, mm -hmm. you know, it's just like grows and grows and grows. So to keep that to yourself is doing your mission a disservice and your community is a disservice. So that's so amazing that you said that. I love that. Well, thank you. Yeah. I know that some listeners, especially where you have this wellness co-op and you shared a little bit about, you know, how you got into that and how you followed your intuition and in creating it. And this kind of goes along with the full schedule plan. I think a lot of people that are maybe going this route or um, are, have started this route, their goal is to really get more clients or to fill their schedule. Or maybe before taking that leap, they want to know that they're, they have enough clients to support that next move. Do you have like a core tip or takeaway that you can give our listeners for just generating more clients and getting more, being able to serve more people. So for me, like my clientele in the realm of hands-on, I call it hands-on work. When mm -hmm. I'm touching people, I do serve a higher end clientele. And there's a few things that I found that could either really prohibit your business from growing or really help bring it to that next level. Um, a big one, we already talked about the community over competition, networking, that whole thing. Just being a core person in your area who's there to listen, to support, and you're available to help others. That's going to help your business grow so fast. Also having the tools. If you're not getting rebook clients, you're doing something wrong. I know it sounds harsh, but either your space isn't attracting the type of client that you're trying to brand towards or your services aren't quite there or I mean this might seem silly but price point like if I were to price my prices lower my ideal clients mm -hmm. wouldn't look twice at me they would think I wasn't experienced enough or I wasn't good enough for them so for me upping my prices really attracts those people and a good way to figure out where you're going wrong and I know you talk about this too but experiencing what people who have similar clientele as you are offering. So like I get I probably like eight, depending on the month to 15 wellness services a month. So like I'm, I'm crazy. I love <laughs> that it. It should be everyone's goal. Yeah. I'm like two massages, a facial chiropractic every week, all the things, oh throw in God, extra yeah. stuff. I'm obsessed. But every time I go and I, I try to do a few of those new providers just to see what's out there immediately in my head, I'm like, Ooh, that needs to be changed. Or, Oh, I don't like that. Or sometimes I've had the most amazing services 
ever. And because I am type A, they forgot to like pick up someone's hair tie off the floor. And I'm like, oh, it's not clean in here. I'm never going back. So like these things might not matter to you, but if they matter to your ideal client, your mm. client's not coming back. So try to really look at your business as your client and see what's prohibiting people from rebooking. Another thing, just to give you one more, yeah. is like, are you asking them to rebook? People want a prescription. You're a professional. They want you to say, you need to come every week, every other week, once a month, whatever it is, you have to tell them that. Mm. They're not, they're not going to do it unless they're told. I love that. So many good points. And I, I, I really hear from that. Like one point being the alignment with your brand, your clients, your message, like having that clear, knowing who you're speaking to and who you're attracting and being really clear about that. And another point that I heard that was so good, was of course, like building your expertise and experiencing what you do, because you're going to all these places, you're seeing like, you know, I didn't like that, that, you know, lessened the service for me, I'm going to make sure not to do that. Or, Oh, I loved that. Maybe I'll integrate that because that was a really great experience. So being able to experience what you do, I always say this too, is like, you should work with coaches that have coaches. You should work with massage therapists that have massage. Like they, not only should they be taking care of themselves, but they should have that be so important that they're investing in it. They're taking care of themselves. They're learning, they're expanding, they're growing, they're learning new ways to be able to help you. I love those points. And there was a point in the middle that now I'm drawing a blank on because I started going so, going so <laughs> hard excited. on the rest. Yeah, I got so excited about the other points. But no, I love that. What I also find to be unique about you with the massage portion of your practice is that you have created a membership site and, uh, or not a membership site, but like a membership program. Can you talk a little bit about that and just like how you created it and, and maybe how it's benefited your business? Yeah. So to give you a little insight to what the membership program is, she means is I do offer 90 minute hands-on sessions every month. And I had the best worst issue possible where I just was getting so booked months out at a time that the people who really wanted to commit to their wellness weren't able to do it because my appointments were just so booked out. So I decided to really grant those folks access to my schedule by offering them a membership where they could do once a month, twice a month. It could be a little more custom to them depending, but they had to commit to at least six months with me. Mm -hmm. And the idea was that they would get the best booking, all the perks of being a member and kind of whatever might come with that. If you do something similar, you would decide what that was. But um, the issue I had with it was I did get so booked, my membership sold out kind of right away, which was great. The perk of that is that I see the same, I think it's about 60 people a month and I've worked with them on like such a great level of healing because they come once, twice a month, they pay the same rate, I'm paid no matter what. And like, for instance, something that's kind of cool about it is like, I decided to take the month of March off and I'm telling all my members, you know what, I'm traveling in March, I'm not going to be accessible here are your options. I can refund you. You can get a product credit or you can double up a different month. And I gave them like a three month period to do every single one of my clients has decided to double up. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm working a little harder during those months, but I 
go on vacation and I still make the same amount Mm -hmm. off of those memberships that I would normally make. It's just a great way for clients to come like retained clients every month, take care of themselves. And you also see the difference for me in their bodies and reaching their Mm -hmm. goals and feeling a different way. It's, it's been amazing. It's also been like, again, a learning process. Mm -hmm. And if you did want to work with me at some point, I could give you like the deep ins and outs of what I wouldn't do it again (laughs) with that. Like I oversold them. I wish I hadn't done that. And then what I would do again. So yes, I love though that you created that. Like, as you know, I'm a huge proponent of working with people on longer timelines and more in depth um, as like the highest way to really plug into you. And there's so many benefits of that, like you said, of not only can they see more of a progress, because they're committing to themselves, they're showing up in a bigger way, but you know them better. So you can really be more of a sounding board. You can reflect back to them, like the shifts and the changes and the improvements that are being made. And from a financial standpoint, it's really a no brainer because it locks in a more consistent income at a higher rate. So I love that you were creative in that process and something that I really haven't personally seen in in the massage world. And I think that's just very impressive as as an entrepreneur to be thinking outside the box and creating these new ways to increase your business and your clients' results because it helps them get better results. I love that. The last thing I would love to ask you that I like to, well, you're the first guest actually, but I will ask everyone, (laughs) is what does being a wealthy and well woman mean to you? To me, it means being able to support my personal wellness and health needs, living a life that I feel comfortable in, and having extra at the end of the day to reach Mm -hmm. a bigger audience and help other people kind of feel healed and loved and also be able to live a comfortable life. (laughs) I love that. Yes. Being able to operate in that overflow and being able to have more to give people along with that mission that you shared earlier of being able to help heal as many people as possible and feel amazing when you do it. hundred <laughs> percent. I love that. Thank you so much, Tara. It's been so nice and so lovely to have a great friend as my first uh, interview. And thank you so much for sharing all of your insights and your wisdom with us. Before we close, can you share how people can reach you, where they can plug into you? And I'll drop links in the show notes as well. Of course. Thank you, Kat. Um, so you can find me on my personal Instagram. That's Tara Evelyn C. And then I have a shop Instagram that's health resonates at home as well as my blog. If you're just looking for a ton of good insights on healing yourself, go check out my blog. That's at www.healthresonates.com. I love your blog. So much value there. Definitely check it out. Thank you again so much, Tara. Thank you so much for spending this time with me on today's episode of the Wealthy and Well Woman podcast. I am so grateful that you listened in. If you loved what you heard and you feel called to share, please go leave me a review on iTunes so I can make sure to keep all this good stuff coming your way. Also share this episode with someone you think would absolutely love it. And I will be so grateful. That's how we spread the Wealthy and Well Woman mission together. If you aren't already following me on social media, come and join me by following at Kat Sanuski. I would love to connect with you there and I cannot wait to connect you with you back here in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and shine as the wealthy and well woman you are.